What's up, guys? We got a great show for you today. We got Jeff Morton, the King of Thornton, coming on uh, to chat with all of us about the 2009 playoffs, a little bit of Nuggets history, some good Nuggets stories from uh, his time around the team. So really cool conversation coming up with Jeff. But guys, it's the quarantine. We don't have a lot to do. It's a great time to brush up on your manscaping skills. If you're just getting started in manscaping, if you don't have that much experience, no worries. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit is what you want. Comes with the Lawnmower 3.0, which is a state-of-the-art razor. Really exactly what you need for a great manscaping experience. Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with the Crop Preserver, the Crop Reviver, and the Carrying Case. The hidden gem of the Perfect Package 3.0 kit. Like I've said on the show before, maybe the second most valuable component of the Perfect Package 3.0 kit. The Scotty Pippen to the Lawnmower 3.0's Michael Jordan. Get a uh, Perfect Package 3.0 kit for 20% off with free shipping when you use the code DNVR20 at manscaped.com. Oh. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the DNBA Live Show. I'm your host, Adam Adas, and I'm joined by an all-star cast of DNVR workers. <laughs> Seated to my top right. Minions. It's the wind. Harrison Wind. Some things are different in quarantine. Some things are the same. Uh, we're presented by Illegal Pete's. Of course. <laughs> oh, oh, what? That was not a great, a great air horn. Actually, it was a phenomenal air horn. That was, that was great. Uh, seated to the bottom right, sporting the quarantine beard. It's D-Line Co. That's right. Look at this bad boy. It's, uh, it's thick in the middle. It's thin on the sides. It's everything you want in a beard. <laughs> it is everything you want in a beard. <laughs> it's looking good, man. It's looking good. It doesn't feel that great. I'm going to be honest with you. It looks fine. Whose beard is coming in a little less full at mm. the moment? It's Brendan Vogt. Not really a beard. More of just like what happens when you have been home for two months. <laughs> two months. <laughs> two months. Come on. I don't. I don't shame anybody for their facial hair because I. Uh, I too have none. We've um, seen you with facial hair, Adam. Actually, we, we've seen you. <laughs> it's way worse than Brendan. We <laughs> don't want to see it again. Yeah. You had the goat. You had the goat. The goat goatee for like eleven <laughs> seconds, and it was uh, it was off-putting. I'll say yeah. that. <laughs> we, we are currently so th- this show is going to be a little bit of a roller coaster. It's all over the board. If you want to, if you have some questions, fellas, hop in the chat. Oh, fellas, some handsome faces. Look at this, ladies Thank too. You. So well, uh, we the winner, the winner, a former uh, Reddit extraordinaire. Um, so if you have any questions, hey, in here. my guy. Be- Harrison, are you like on a delay or something? That was so late. <laughs> yes, he definitely is. <laughs> no, I just didn't see the live comment. I just was, I was switched on to private chat. Uh-oh. Got to okay. switch over to live stream. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, so if you have any questions, send them over. We want to take a bunch of live questions. And then here's another one. We're going to play Would You Rather before too long. So if you have some good Would You Rathers, throw them to us. They don't have to be basketball related. No sexual questions, please. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Just nothing. Just coming in this this one afternoon. Wow. And uh, we're hoping our good friend Jeff Morton, the king of Thornton himself, is able to join us. Right now, the switchboard on the back end at uh, in Thornton right now, it's its really in uh, disarray. So he's trying to get things that together. Things, things are, are rough over in Thornton. Things are rough. But That's, if he does come in, I will play this Ladies job. and gentlemen, we got him. 
That's how <laughs> not confident I am that we're going to get him. I already wasted uh, this chef. He's been very hard to track down. Very yeah, hard. Yeah. Um, but first of all, so fellas, um, what well, you, you, you want to leave that comment up for a little longer? No, I just want to real quick. everybody see that? Okay, a little, little love for Harrison Lynn. Um, so we're in like, I, I haven't counted exactly, but I think it's day 100 of quarantine. So just a real quick, not beard related, but just uh, how's everybody? No. Vote, vote. How are you holding up? I could be worse. I'll keep it real. Um, I'm lucky. Everyone's everyone's healthy in my inner circle, and you know I'm still working. So when you I say miss... inner circle. How how big is the inner circle? Is it, is it like is like Will Barton big or Walker Chancho? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, it's God. you guys and my family. <laughs> um, we heard this oh. on the thing the other day. Oh yeah, that's sweet. We heard this on with Michael Malone the other day. They were saying Vlaco, you don't think about this. He's here alone. Everybody's quarantined, so he's just in his apartment by himself. He's been there. You don't think about this, but he's just been there apparently lonely uh, for all this time. Yeah, that yeah. made me a little sad. It made me super sad. <laughs> well, I feel like I can relate to Vlaco the most because I guarantee you, well, maybe he's in a two-bedroom, but he might be in a one-bedroom. He's probably bigger than my one-bedroom, but not probably. like that much bigger, you know? So yeah. I feel like I'm kind of on the same uh, playing field as him. <laughs> But he yeah. didn't even know the city, it's you know. Same. Like he's still new to Denver. He got here and just well, who started cares? playing. Who cares about the city when you're stuck in your one bedroom apartment? Well, that's true. That's <laughs> yeah, but uh, but that probably feels like particularly grating when you're so far from from things you're familiar with, and even just for like entertaining yourself, like in your apartment, it's it's probably harder when you're just immersed in a culture you know less about. Oh, so. totally. But the, but the difference is, is that we, we have these portals that go to any part of the world uh, and you're able to talk to anybody at any time. Imagine if we were quarantined for the Spanish flu and it was like you were just stuck in a pre-industrial hey, apartment. Jeff. Oh, oh, my Jeff. God. Hey. Don't hold your breath, ladies and gentlemen. We got him. We got him. That's right. We got him. We got him. <laughs> I, had, I, I had to do some... Uh, Jerry rigging that I never thought I'd have to do as a 42 uh, year old man. So, uh, <laughs> oh god, you mean oh, man. use a computer? Use the basic computer? I had, to, <laughs> I had to position global satellites that I never had to do. You get Harrison's tools. I'm here. Yeah, I'm I can here. teach you some tricks. Yeah, you don't have to I'm, use satellites anymore. I'm, I'm here. I'm queer. I'm ready to go. Let's go. <laughs> Jeff is coming in hot. Yeah, <laughs> I love Jeff it right here. Um, does somebody say no? Nobody. Jeff is older than four years. He's four and a half years. Come on, get out. Of here. <laughs> Wait, how old are you, Adam? I'm not gonna say. Uh, you I'm can just, do the I'm math. Getting if you're old 42. enough, I don't want to. I don't want to <clears> start saying the gray is coming in. Um, He's four years Jeff. younger than you, Jeff. So you're carry the four. 30, you're so uh, Jeff's keeping track of my age. I love it. Yeah. So you're. I'm six years older than you. So. Yeah, you are. You're good at math. You do. You must love analytics. Oh, love them. <laughs> Jeff, what's your favorite three-point shot from the corner or above the break? Oh, I would love it if they would just block off the corner three. And just watch people's heads explode. That's what I'm <laughs> uh, So, Jeff, man, we haven't talked for a while with this quarantine. Just haven't seen you. How are you doing? Um, I've been quarantined, as you probably guys know, yeah. a, a little longer than most people. So, um, it's been interesting. I, I, I wasn't prepared for the mental strain after about five weeks. Seriously. Yeah. It yeah. was like... 
it 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 was something that I wasn't like thinking would happen because I'm not someone who goes out a lot. But holy crap, I was just not prepared for what it starts doing ahead. And then I'm like, you start going stir, especially with they're getting better. You start getting going a little nuts and like not real nuts. Um, but I'm doing okay otherwise. Do you find, Jeff, that it comes in waves? You'll have days that are fine and then a day... I had one two days ago where it just felt like the walls were closing in around. Uh, I've had that uh, a couple times. Um, and it's it's not like claustrophobia. It's kind of like uh, you'll be sitting around and you'll be like, I'm doing the same effing thing I do yeah. every day. And I had, don't have the option to go out. So at least the option was always there now, but now you don't have it. And you start thinking, what the hell am I going to do? And all that stuff. And it just, it's, it's weird stuff that it plays on your brain. But, you know, what? I'm, I'm making it sound awful. I'm alive. I'm healthy. Amen. That's all that matters. Yeah. Cheers. That is all that matters, man. And when, I, when, I, when I have days where I'm fully busy, those days are a lot better when I've got nothing to do. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. like well, if I, I got a, if I got a full day of work, honestly, sometimes it can feel like a regular day of work for me during the season because we work from our homes a lot, you know. So, oh, so yeah. those days were the better ones. Well, I I, I realize that uh, you know, I if I keep doing this podcast that no one listens to, if I keep doing it, I it'll keep me busy, right? Oh yeah. And and that's 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 really that all all others, and I think you guys probably are all similar. Like you keep doing this. It gives you a purpose for right? sure. So we already have our. I mean, it, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I, I was going to say we already have way. our first question for you, Jeff. Uh, which former Nugget would you like to bring back to win a rock? I think he means a championship. Is a rock like but, a colloquial? It might be. Wow. It's I mean, like the. Know. It's like a ring, kind of. The diamond. Yeah, on, the diamond on the ring. Don't ask me to explain new 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 terms. Yeah, Jeff, uh, don't alienate your listener. He's here with us. <laughs> thank, thank you, thank you, Beast and Twenty Five underscore Eight. I. Uh, which That's one would I bring back? Yeah, you can bring back one nugget. Lafonso. Oh, I should have known this one. This would this would have. That's your guy. That's my guy. Like the famous uh, podcast that I recorded that got effed up was. Oh, that's uh, I, I talked to him for an hour and a half, and all we've got is my word that it happened. So. <laughs> I love those. I believe you, Jeff. I believe you. <laughs> I need proof. He showed me the audio. Oh, okay. Yeah. Technology's changed so much, though, you know it? Because, like, if you even think about the five years ago, six years ago, Jeff, when I first started at Stiffs, Remember the equipment we would bring in to Jake's that was like, it took three oh, trips yeah. and like a wheelbarrow to bring in to make a podcast. And now it's like, you can just get your phone basically. Adam was actually, this is some ancient history here. Adam was with uh, Ross and I when we tried to go to Jake's one night. And the first time, remember the first time you were going to be on CSG, you sat, you were, you, you stood with us in the parking lot, that dirt parking lot that was across the street. And we couldn't get in because Andy oh, yeah. neglected to tell us that there was something going on. The police? So we couldn't find a yeah, seat. Yeah, I was like packed with the police association or something. Yeah. Yes. Ridiculous <laughs> stuff. Stuff like that happens all the time, you know. And I, I uh, um, it's, you know, I've been to CSG for nine years. And when I, I've said this before, when CSG started, no, uh, like 
no one was doing podcasts anymore. There was like a whole big bump in podcasts in like 2009 because of Bill Simmons. And mm. people stopped the doing father. it. Yeah. And then like about, and, and Adam was a big part of this, about 2016, uh, people were just podcasts everywhere. Um, and a bunch of Nuggets podcasts uh, sprang up. Yeah. Uh, all of you guys, you know, know intimately about that. I, I, at the time, was like, CSG, unfortunately, for most people who listen to this, who will listen to CSG, we were the only one Nuggets podcast for a long time. And I can't imagine being forced to listen to, not forced to, but the, <laughs> the, the, the dreadful quality that Nate Ross and I put out there as the only Nuggets podcast. Those are fun, man. A lot, everybody looks back at those with, with uh, a lot of fondness. Um, yeah. you may, you, maybe you'll sneak in one John Fox impersonation during the course of this. <laughs> I even remember those. <laughs> you, know what, you know what's interesting, though, Jeff, is that, to your point, there was a big wave of bloggers, I felt like in 2014, 15, of which I'm a part, like there's all this, this rush of people coming to start blogging, but there hasn't really been a second wave. It's almost like all these people rushed in and then disappeared. And now there's not like new blogs. There's not like new writers. And by second wave, do I count as second wave? You are. Yeah, Uh, for sure you are. But I, I mean, there are people I'm just saying there was a wave there for a while where like all these sites were popping up every everywhere there was. It's because there's an oversaturation of content to an extent. There's an oversaturation of a certain type of content. Yeah. And I I I feel like a lot of the blogs and the blogging that was done in the blogging boom, as you put it, is like that type of content that's oversaturated right now. I think you're right. Darwin, by the way, I see you hanging out in the uh, in the lounge. You'll be up in just a few minutes, man. It's good to see you. Um, I I remember uh, Eric. He and I talked, how long ago is that now, about uh, CSG doing something with you guys mm. a long time ago. It was like yeah. 13. You guys just I could probably Yeah, I could probably pull it up on Twitter. Let me guess. Eric <laughs> Eric never responded to your email. Let me guess. No, he did. He did. We were the unreasonable ones. It wasn't Eric. <laughs> No, my uh, my answer to that previous question, I would like to see Birdman win a uh, ring just to see him and just see what he would do in the parade. No, yeah, for real. Birdman, <laughs> the, no, the, the Birdman, because he brings all of the things they're lacking: uh, personality, uh, toughness, like just gets the crowd into it. They actually need Birdman. Yeah, and I want to see Voltaire in a mohawk at every game, and we oh might actually get that if Birdman was on the team. <laughs> I could see, see Vote and Birdman. Yeah, I could see Vote and Birdman actually becoming friends. Like, um, we, absolutely. It's it's like a it's a it's a side goal that I had when I moved to Denver. Uh, when, oh, so I was it. it was get credentialed, meet Nicole Jokic, and then like if you can meet Birdman. <laughs> meet Birdman. But then can you imagine the two of them would hang out and it would be Birdman and Bird Boy walking around like everyone would Bird know Boy. that. Bird Boy. Bird Boy. Bird Boy. Bird Boy. <laughs> Please don't start calling me Bird Boy. Please call him Bird Boy. That's a layup. But I, I, I am convinced that they still have a bunch of those uh bird and faux hawks oh they've got to they've got like a closet of them the other one yeah those would still somewhere probably it's probably in rocky's dressing room well they definitely would have brought him back for that uh that night where they brought him back to pepsi center though wouldn't they have yeah they probably would have you're right just handed him just like we got to get out of these things we've been sitting on these for 10 years he still lives (laughs) i think he still lives in fairport Oh, yeah. I mean, in Fair Play? Yeah. That's weird. Where the hell is Fair Play? That's South Park. 
That's what where they do. That's where they do the Renaissance Fair. Oh, I've been to that. <laughs> really? Jeff, full of... <laughs> Jeff takes this conversation in places you never would have guessed. <laughs> He's probably living it up in fair play, though. Yeah, he because is. I know this shit. That's exactly why. <laughs> Dude, Who you know your... that if you if you know if he lives up in fair play, you know he has like seven ATVs. Like, oh yeah, he's a bunch like a whole uh, armory of like crazy guns and stuff. <laughs> I'm sure Birdman lives like a very, uh, you know. Outside the lines, kind of life. Yeah, it's not like my life. If that's what you're <laughs> no, no. Bird boy could not live. Could not bird boy, bird boy could not He's not ready no. to stretch his wings. <laughs> uh, are you guys ready to welcome in some guests? We're gonna play some games yeah. here. I, we had Darwin ready, but uh, Darwin seems to have uh, gone. Ex- oh, there he is. He's hopping back in. All right, we're gonna bring guys here. A couple people starting to survival of the fittest. you almost got passed over. Yes, I know it's close. But hey. Hey. Yes. Howdy, guys. Cheers. What are we drinking, Darwin? Uh, this is Hellbent Local Celebrity. It's a Imperial India Red Ale. Wow. So that's a up here in Seattle. Yeah, we don't approve of that. We don't approve of that. Yeah. I know. It's, it's not. It's, they're not a sponsor. That's okay. it. But it does what sound good. Not as good where? as a delicious strawberry sky from Breck, but it sounds pretty good. I think the where the are North you? Uh, where are you joining from? Uh, up in Seattle, Capitol Hill. Man, we got nice. all kinds of people from Seattle. We're very popular in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. I would well, say more so than in Denver. Yeah, it goes Seattle, then Serbia, then Australia, and then there's a couple people in like Commerce City. If you combine it all, there's there. I was going to say it looked like he was joining us from his bedroom. If he wanted to, that's the girlfriend doing the next okay. <laughs> gotcha. We gotta like make congrats sure on pants. the girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice flex there, bro. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard, but I've got my girlfriend here. That... <laughs> Let me go get mine. Hang on. <laughs> I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna play a little uh, "Would You Rather." Ooh. This is I don't I guess I don't have to explain "Would You Rather." Everybody knows how that game's played. Would you? Ra- I'll, I'll start with you, uh, Darwin. Would you rather have oh. Charles Barkley's career or Robert Ory's career? Ori won, what, seven championships as a role player? Played for longer, too? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Chuck made more money, though. Well, Charles Barkley makes significantly more money. His broadcasting career, too, because it's Chuck. It's his whole life. His whole life. Yeah, man. Who knows whatever Robert Ori's up to. All right, good answer. (laughs) Who did you say? Charles Barkley. Yeah. What about you, Jeff? Which one would you rather have? Barkley, of course. I mean, <laughs> Why? Is this because he had the MVP season. Um, he moved to a finals. Um, he <laughs> knocked the guy through a bar off. window. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you could make half of those happen for yourself. No problem. <laughs> exactly. Robert Ory may have done that last one. We just don't <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, now, he was with the Rock. I think he he began his championship run with the Rockets. That that long, he was in the freaking league. But I, I would rather be Barkley because the man like had the personality and all that stuff. I would rather be the leading player and not the bit player. Mm-hmm. The mm. leading player on the bad team. You don't want that Rock. Man, we should have done like Joe are, Johnson uh, versus yeah. Robert Ory because Joe Johnson got paid. Ooh, that's a that's a better question. I think he, it's, it's, it's probably Big Atlanta, Shot Bob, baby. Man. 
I'd rather be Robert Ory. You guys are crazy. Yeah. As the third best player on this podcast, I, I would be Robert Ory in a heartbeat. Yeah. We're talking about rings, man. Yeah. I'm going to ride Wyndon Mares to a title. Watch this. <laughs> The other thing about being Charles Barkley, though, is that you can say literally whatever you want on this earth with impunity, absolute impunity. Yeah, Um, but then everybody can just come back at you and say you never want to ring. And it's like a joke every time. (laughs) But I mean, like, even outside of the bounds of basketball, the things I've heard Robert or the things I've heard Charles Barkley say on national television, I'm like, wow. Wow. I feel like I need to to be canceled just for hearing that. Oh, have y'all been listening to the Steam Room? His new podcast with, with EJ? No, oh, no, I, yeah, I, I saw a snippet of one. It's yeah, good. is good. it good? EJ's yeah. the man. Um, well worth listening to. I know I keep referencing Ethan's book because I love it and I love Ethan. But the not to spoil too much, but at the end of it, he brings up Charles Barkley. And he gives the story of running him in into him at the airport one time and introducing himself. And the whole book is about how miserable the Warriors are from start to finish, and like how, especially Kevin Durant. And he goes, "I run into Charles Barkley, and he's heading to Acapulco." And I'm telling him I'm going to do work. And at the end, like he chats, we have a good time. He's laughing. And at the end, he goes, have fun at work, motherfucker. <laughs> and he's like, all these, all these guys with that one rings are, are all miserable. And Chuck's over here going to Acapulco on a Tuesday, just living his best life. It's like, I don't know, man. Maybe, it's, maybe championships are overrated. Yeah. So, um, all right, we're going to make sure. That's just the uh, the goodbye that every rich person gives every ordinary person. (laughs) Have fun at work. (laughs) That's definitely how I would say goodbye. Remember when LeBron James said that to the world on TV? (laughs) Yeah, exactly my point. He's like, yeah, it's tough, but at the end of the day. (laughs) Go back to your miserable nine to fives. Oh, Oh, God. All right, next one. I'll start with you, Jeff. Would you rather lose on the last second on a bad call or get blown out by 50 blown out by 50 really 50 is a lot because because you know look you might get cut from the team the next day jeff if you get blown out by 50 (laughs) well look if i was the reason we lost by 50 i would deserve it but there was like (laughs) say like like, why was i in the game out there the coach would (laughs) need to be fired too like, By the way, you would be the reason of things. Yeah. Uh, um, the Bucks are I just would... hunting the Morton matchup. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! There's this there's this five foot seven guy out there, and he has no athleticism whatsoever. Giannis drawing the switch every time. <laughs> um, no, it's fun. I I, I when I, I play basketball in junior, I bring back my junior high school. Wow, game. we're going back. And uh, I this is this is when Jeff was uh, like enough and everyone hadn't grown a foot already so five I seven like, about. i was dominating fools as a point guard <laughs> and uh, i remember uh we lost the game by like a point and it was like this last second shot and it like that stuck with me that to this day to me. this like, night yeah a week and I, you just brought it up just now <laughs> just completely forget it you know it just because you gotta you move on easier and you think it's a sport. that's why yeah all right darwin what about you it's the same <laughs> sports that are that are meaningless are become fun in a different way <laughs> so you like have fun out there down by 40 well it's no like, like, how low can we go <laughs> so i i play uh gay flag football here in seattle and like so we play tournaments all around the country and 
once you're out of the bracket, you still have like a game or two to play. And that's when like all our dudes on the bench get to get out there and yeah. we're just like, <laughs> we're heckling more from the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. We've already, you know, we started drinking a little bit, a little bit sooner. Like that last part was your first good point. <laughs> it was funny watching that Nuggets Hornets fifty point game, and then like the guys that have to get rolled out there for the whole fourth quarter. Like, yeah, it's Ronaldo Baldwin's like, <laughs> what are you doing, Ronaldo? He just has to Man, hang out got, there. Just, it's too bad you guys didn't have me on after the point loss. I've got some stories about Byron Scott. Let's hear him right now, yeah. right here, right now. Right. Okay. Better be good. Um, the the <laughs> legend is this is this is this is what I was told that the game before uh, the the day before that loss, uh, Irish Scott was like out golfing and made some like comments about certain players on the team. I'm not sure which ones. Uh, they were prominently like the piss call or whatever it was. Um, and uh, it reminds with rhymes with that. And there was a <laughs> Wait, what rhymes with that? <laughs> I couldn't come up with a single example. Something that rhymes with orange. What, what rhymes with that? Piss call. <laughs> Um, and uh, you know, what the, it filtered into the locker room, and the players quit. And they they were Byron Scott was already on thin ice with the players, and they just quit. Huh. And uh, what I was told was that that was a statement game to Byron Scott, basically. Why would you make because a statement game in the like, playoffs, though? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but they, they were going to lose anyway. I mean, they, they, were, they weren't going to win that series. Yeah, and that um, Hornets team was like the Spurs. They looked in the mirror and said, it was, yeah, we're not what, winning a title. It was, we're, not, we're not winning a title. What was it, 2-0? 2-1? It was 2-1 at that point. Yeah, you, can't be, you can't give up in 2-1. And I, I'm telling you, man, wasn't it, if, you, if you watch that game, if you guys watch that game, they weren't trying. There was there was no effort going on in that game. From you know what, Jeff? I'll go back and I'll rewatch it again. And I like yeah. <laughs> you got you watch that game, and they weren't exactly putting a ton of effort, dude. And uh, it happened. It was, it was just, it, it was just the, due to this golf golfing experience with uh, Byron Scott. From what just, I was, told. the Spurs could still have won Game Seven and thus the series, and they were like, "Now nah, we're not going to foul." <laughs> some, some teams just don't. They know. Uh, all right, Darwin. Um, any any last parting words here before I uh, swap you out for another guest? Uh, question for Jeff. Okay. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you do anything in the in the gay sports community in Denver? Um, other than being really annoying, no. I, <laughs> I, uh, what he does in the straight sports community too. <laughs> um, it, it's it's one of those things where like uh, as soon as I came out, and people were like, uh, I told people we did when I went out, and they would say, "What is it you do?" I said I would. I write. I write about the Denver Nuggets. Uh, I'm a credentialed media member. And they went. That's the whole extent. So, yeah. so it's not something that there was a. What I'm saying is there's not exactly a big community out here in Denver of that, but uh, it's it's bigger than it once was. So yeah, uh, I don't do anything act in the in like the sports uh, department, but uh, I need to know that there's other people out there who do that. Yeah, cool. Darwin, thanks so much, man. You were a good guest, buddy. Take care, buddy.
right, guys, much more to come from our conversation with Jeff, though. Got to remind you that the Breck Brew Farmhouse is still open. We need your help to keep it kicking during this time. If you guys order a meal or even if you just order beer from the farmhouse and you use code DNVR, you're going to get $5 off your meal or $5 off your purchase. You know, the farmhouse, it's not just some run-of-the-mill kitchen in the back of a bar. It is a kitchen at a bar, but the farmhouse has top-of-the-line food, salads, burgers, everything in between, mac and cheese, chicken wings. They got something for everybody at the farmhouse, so help keep them open. Use code DNVR for $5 off your meal or your order. Call 303-803-1380 from 12 to 8 for pickup. You can also get it delivered to you as well. You can also just get beer from Breck Brew delivered to you as well. So hit them up. And also, guys, during the quarantine, we don't have a lot to do. We don't have a lot going on. Some of us have more stuff going on than others. But this could be a great time to go back to school. MSU Denver Online has 750 classes that they offer online. Go to msudenver.edu backslash online. You can check out all 750 of them there. They've got 40 plus online and hybrid programs as well. MSU Denver Online has tons of great options for all types of students. For first-time freshmen who are just going to school for the first time out of high school or working a job on the side too. For existing students that are just looking to tack a few credits and complete their degree. For returning students or even adults who just want to take a couple classes. MSU Denver Online has a class for everybody. So msudenver.edu backslash online. Check out all their great programs and classes right there. All right, bring it on, Corey. Corey, you're on, but you're Let's muted, dude. You're muted. You got to unmute yourself. I guess I could unmute you. Couldn't I? I got it. There you go. You got it. Over <laughs> hey, there. Doug. Good. How are you? Where are you, where are you calling in from? Uh, Sydney. Oh wow! Oh, should have known. Should have known. Wait, 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 did he? Are you yep. sure he didn't say Seattle? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have we had a Denver guest? Well, no, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> um, Corey, were you at the watch party in Melbourne last year? No, uh, I, I wasn't going to fly over to Melbourne for a watch party. So, people uh, did. People yeah. did. That's why I asked. There was like people that were so excited. They really. We need to have one here. here in Sydney. Yeah, dude, well, we'll get. Dude, sound the alarms. We'll get one together. Sound the alarm. We'll think we could rent one. out the Opera House for one. Oh yeah, Maybe for sure. I'll, I'll look it Without up. Question. I'll look it up. Yeah. <laughs> Make some calls, Corey. Yeah, yeah. Sydney Opera House. You heard it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got this. Um, I got one more of these. We're playing Would You Rather. I've got one more of these, and then we can play closest to the pin. But the first one, Corey. Yep. Would you rather have Zion's vertical or Steph Curry's shooting range? Man, I feel like I, I've dunked before, and I think it's a little bit overrated. How tall are you? Well, wow. First of, all, first of all, you've done. Oh, yeah. Nice flex. Way to come I've been, I've been dunked like Zion, but. I love yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is over... There's a difference between the, like, yeah, Monte yeah. Morris and like, right, over dunking. So Wait, you can, hold you on. can be 50. I dunked before and it's overrated. I you was shot a three before, too, Corey. Come on, man. <laughs> As a well, five, six person, that's a fact. When, when I'm 50, I want to be able to drop 50 points at the YMCA. Okay, yeah, okay. All right, right. So you, like pulling up from half court. I think <laughs> if you could that, jump like Zion, that, you would also get there. fifty points at the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. fifty points. At it's the, not timeless the though. You you get older. That's true. That's true. How true. if you woke up and you had a forty-five inch vertical? How long do you think it would take you to realize? Oh, probably. 
probably a while. I didn't I didn't get out and hoop very often anymore. Especially in quarantine. Take in a while. quarantine, yeah. it might be weeks. I yeah. mean, I yeah. haven't jumped in a long time, so I'll I... go check. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think at this point it'd be weeks. Um, all right. Jeff, what what jersey you? do you have on, Corey? Uh, it's uh, Mellow rookie year. Oh, timely, timely. Yeah. In the two thousand nine, we watch. Jeff, what about you, Zion or Curry? You hate three, so I got to think this is easy for you. Yeah, Zion. <laughs> I, I, mostly because I'd like to see a guy who's shaped like Charles Barkley, but has the athleticism of, you know, a guy like like Sean Camp. I mean, although you could equate that to Cleveland era Sean Camp, basically the way he thought he looked. But I know, honestly, I, honestly, uh, I would like that a lot more, just because it's just like it's unique. Uh, Curry's played out, and so I'm I'm, wanna, I'm moving on to something. But it's, he played oh out. my god. Nobody You're played out, more Jeff. Than Jeff. That takes played out. I'm going Curry for sure because threes are worth more than twos. <laughs> oh, threes! I mean, Analytics. Shoot, like, imagine Steph Curry in your average pickup game or average like rec league run. He would drop seventy points every single time. He wouldn't that would miss. Exactly. Win. That's what I'm saying. It'd be right, so fun. Enough. I'm with you, Corey. Right. I'm with you. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Although dunking on everybody that just like pissed you off would also be a lot of fun. Eric, where do you weigh in on this? Uh. I mean, I, I like Curry's three-point shooting ability, like transition. He's like a really good golfer. He just has like amazing hand-eye coordination. So it's not limited to the basketball court. Zion, I don't know when a 40-inch vertical, where else in your life that comes into handy. So that being said, I would take Zion. <laughs> I feel like if you had a 45-inch vertical, though, you would just start jumping. Oh, around, all, the like, all, the, all the time. All the time. Yeah, like, like oh, you want to see this? Yeah, yeah. I would, like, walk up and down the grocery store aisles, like, oh, do you need this on the top? I, this, this jump up and get, you know, the freshest well, cereal is here in the back. Boing. What was their toughest Oh, you wanted things off two shelves? Watch, <laughs> nope. watch this second jump. This second jump's going to blow your mind. What was, what was David Thompson's vertical? He was 6'4", so... Okay. Yeah, we were talking about this yesterday. It had to have been insane. Because I we were saying like, it anyway. I'm going to look yeah, it up. Man could, yeah. Uh, yeah. Man. Um, all right, we're going to play closest to the pin. So this is an honor. Vote, do we have World Golf as a read today? I don't know why you're asking vote that, but... Uh, wind. I looked at wind and said vote. Like, um, yeah, it's not yeah, a read today, I but I mean, we should definitely talk about it. I mean, It, it, it deserves we're, a read. We're World Golf, WGT, you go to uh, thednvr.com, you'll see the little link at the top. It's actually a lot of fun. I've already played, like, I don't know, 10 hours worth of golf, so maybe you shouldn't do this if you have things to do. But if you have nothing to do, download this app, because we're going to have tournaments, we're going to have all kinds of cool stuff. And in honor of that, we're going to play closest to the pin, where I'm going to give you a trivia question you almost certainly don't know. You can't look it up, but you have to give your best guess, and we're going to see who has the best one. Don't take too much time on it. Try to be a little bit quick. But All right, All right Corey, I'll start with you. What year did Dr. Naismith invent basketball? Oof. Uh, 1948. 1948. Jeff? Uh, it's like something like eight, uh, 18-something. 1894, something like that. Vote? <laughs> we have like 70 years separating our yeah. guests. <laughs> 1910? 1910. What do you think, Eric? I was literally going to say 1910, so I'm going to say $1. I got to go under. <laughs> no, let's go uh, 1905. 1905, Harrison? I'll go 1917. 
Jeff wins 18, six, 1891. Mm. Wow, you got Jeff. Wow. Look at this. Well, Jeff has how, been alive. Was, I was going to say, how old were you at 1891, yeah. Jeff? You were, you were six, right? <laughs> I was I was a sprightly 50. <laughs> um, all right. What is, I'll start with Wynn and go the other direction this time. What is Andre Miller's career high in points? 50. See, I, I'm going to have this one wrong because I thought so too. I thought he had a 50 point. He game. did. All right. Then we have to see. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's 50. Okay, solved. Let's move on. Isn't it 52? Oh. I, I know he had a 50-point game, so that's just he, why I guess he 50. Was, he might have gone on over, the Blazers. Go to, go to this the... one here, Harrison. What is the fewest points the Nuggets have ever scored in a game? Oh, my God. I'll say 58. It's a solid guess. 64. 54. Um, 68. Uh, 49. Wow, so this one goes to vote. It's 53. Oh, and wow. it happened. The crazy thing is it happened in 2002. Now, that was a terrible year. They were very bad basketball. I thought it was going to be the oh, Brian wow. Shore era for sure. <laughs> no, not, no, no. Think, believe it or not, things got darker even than the Brian Shaw era for the Denver for your Denver Nuggets. In fact, I would say from like '96 to 2003 was all bad. It wasn't a single good moment uh, in that whole most of a decade. All right, next one, closest to the pin. How many points per game did Michael Malone average his senior year? Oh of my college? god! The craziest thing I've actually written this in an article. That's not that crazy. <laughs> I, I would. I had five dollars on you knowing this off the top of your head. So. I swear to God, I've written this in an article. All right, Corey, you get a start since wind <laughs> wind should know this. Uh, I'll go eleven points. Eleven points. Yeah. I don't remember it. He seems like an eight points per guy. <laughs> Okay. This is what? per game, sorry, or per hot? game. <laughs> what do you think, Bo? Uh, ten. Ten points per game. Yes, uh, sixteen. I want to give the wow. Moch a little credit. Ooh, gonna, Moch. Definitely was definitely was not sixteen. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go eight point eight. It was five oh. point two. Oh, oh. oh. wow, Moch. This one. That's Moch. embarrassing. Oh, Moch. Moch he, uh, I actually asked him about his playing days once, and he like described himself as a scrappy, high basketball IQ. Hard to imagine. Yeah. yeah. Well, anybody says that, it means they didn't score. Like, right. Oh, no, no he was exactly right. Yeah. He, he wasn't very heart. good. A lot of heart. <laughs> he was a lockdown defender, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah he was he was like a real yeah he was like a real slap the floor kind of defender that's why he know? coaches that way because his whole life coaches have just been screaming at him for not defending anyone nothing would <laughs> so be funnier oh look you got a little curling. you got a little love yeah. here oh wait nope yeah there we go got a uh, that's love my here. friend will oh there you go shout out will <laughs> shout out to will shout out um, australia all right next one how many times has Nikola Jokic attempted 25 or more field goal attempts in a game in his career? Start with you, vote. Three. Hmm, Jeff? Awkward pause. <laughs> it's the pace of an end. <laughs> Don't be get, hasty. Yeah. If you get it wrong, you're going to be murdered. So you better get this right. Take your time. <laughs> I'm going to go with five. Five. Solid guess. Uh, seven. Seven. Wind? Uh, four? Has that been guessed? Uh, no. Four. Eric? Ten. 
Corey nailed it. It was seven. Nice. Wow. Well done. Seven, oh. really? Seven. seven seems high. Seven well, he, yeah. well, he, he took game. he took one shot the game before every time. Corey in the Memphis game. How many times did Carmelo Anthony attempt twenty five or more field goal attempts oh, in his on. career as a Denver Nugget? Go off start with you, no, Eric. I know it. Uh, you should start with me. Yeah. Um, Thirty-eight. Who just turned on music? Sorry, somebody just sent me a video of like a uh, a, bunch a, of shots. a bat market in China. And you opened oh, it in the middle of our live like, stream. You know what? This can't wait. This is important. <laughs> Sound on so the audience can Actually, uh, a source just sent me a video from a, a bat market in China. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, no, wait, 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 all right, Wind, what's your guess? Mellow 25-point game – or 25 field goal attempt games is a nugget. Wow. Um, 35. 35. Corey? 51. Jeff? Yeah, it's probably higher. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be like 55. 45. Oh? 45. 90. Wow. <laughs> You know what? I should. Why didn't no one guess ninety? <laughs> yeah, that, was, yeah. that was bad. That was it bad. all seems so obvious. If was here, he'd guess ninety. Yeah. Um, all right. Are you still good to stick around for a little bit? Actually, I have to yeah, kick sure. some. I have to kick one person off since Harrison took that thing. I'm gonna have to kick him off. Oh, wait, no, I don't. I can bring Harrison on. There we go. Hang on, I got to take this call. My friend's at a carnival in the middle of the <laughs> We're going to bounce around the internet real quick and look around. Skip Bayless, and this is funny because we were on this call yesterday. Skip Bayless says, whoa. And then I like how you put Cole in there. Whoa. I know. Denver coach Michael Malone, who coached LeBron for five years, tells USA Today, USA Today that LeBron doesn't have Jordan's killer mentality. I've been saying this for years. Harrison and Vote, you guys were on the call. Was that what was that what Michael Malone was saying? Nope. Was not a moment. Was not it was the same thing everyone kind of says. It's the safest MJ LeBron take there is. And yeah. uh Skip uh what's there left to say? <laughs> He's so good. Skip just knows. Like like okay, I can knows. totally technically true, but not not accurate. I mean yeah. here's a would you rather. Build a career off of LeBron Windhorse style or Skip style? Oh, this is a great <laughs> question. Wow. Oh, I don't know if I have a good answer here. I guess I, I couldn't I couldn't follow LeBron around the country like Windhorse does. But No, that's not true money. though. He stopped after Miami. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, did he go back to Nebraska or wherever he lived? Yes. Omaha. LA, yeah. Went to LA. And Nebraska he still lives there, yeah. Um I don't I think I don't think I could do Windhorse job, but I think I could do Skip Bayless's. Skip Bayless's job is so freaking easy. It's man. so easy, yeah. man. Yeah, like look how little he tried in this tweet. Can, Minus the colon. But for Sand Sharps and Skip. What yeah, Skip Skip like, Um what do you what can be the ultimate? Like, I guess Zion would be the guy where you'd be like, he's never going to win a championship. 
And you're almost certainly going to be right because very few players win <laughs> right. a championship. But every right. year, you're like, I told yeah, you. Yeah, but the difference is Skip said that, was wrong three times, and just pushed through. But that's what's great about it is when he's wrong, he can be like, but who hit the biggest shot of the game? It yeah. was Kyrie. It's like, good guy. LeBron averaged 40, 12, and 12, but okay. First, it was Ray Allen. Then it was Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing but saviors. Now, Cor- now he's lucky to have Anthony. Remember Davis. when Skip hated Kawhi Leonard? Did he? He yeah, loves yeah. him now. I don't get it. Oh, because he's a Spurs guy, right? Yeah, so, yeah. He was spurned. You know why he loves Kawhi? Because Kawhi is the anti-Bron now as a Clipper True. in LA. Yeah, it's, totally. It's so totally annoying, is. man. Corey, are you a LeBron guy? Uh, not really. Um, That's right. Because you're a Nuggets I, fan. Yeah. I'm on Team Jordan for this uh, GOAT conversation. You're on Team Jordan, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean, look, I, I've long said I don't think there's a wrong answer when we talk GOAT, so... I think that's very fair. Oops, where am I going? Right here. There we go. Larry Bird's probably a wrong answer. I don't know, man. Larry Bird was incredible. Yeah. You guys want to talk about funny? (laughs) You guys want to talk about some funny media? Here, uh, this tweet from Ramona Shelburne really cracked me. Ramona Shelburne's fine. I'm not trying to just roast her, but she said Kobe made being the way Jordan is. He made it cool. Kobe made being a ruthless, hardworking guy out there mean to your teammates something to aspire to. This is oh my, my favorite God. stretch in the history of stretches. Jeff, what do you think? MJ, not very cool till Kobe came around, right? There's there's just so much wrong with that tweet. And it just reminds me of how much I personally, personally had don't like Corona Shelbourne. Oh, <laughs> God. <personally>? Wow. <laughs> She's a close friend, Jeff, actually. <laughs> I, I, it's, she... Uh, Let's just say that she wasn't a very nice person when she used to come to Denver Media. But anyway, I there's so much wrong with that tweet. I it's just like Kobe making LeBron cool is one of the most ass. No, excuse me, not Jordan cool is one of the most asinine things I've ever seen. He emulated him, obviously. Yeah, I mean, Kobe copied everything about Jordan. There <laughs> That's was the also thing. this song called "Like I Want to Be Like Mike" because he was so cool. Yeah, this Everybody isn't like a play, play this like isn't a Plato Socrates situation. Like, like Kobe just redid the Michael Jordan. <laughs> thing. Also, I'm, are do Kobe wouldn't even agree with this? Like, come on, yeah, no, definitely right. Right. I went further down in the thread, and she said. Uh, that, she, that it missed the first part of her statement where she was saying specifically to millennials, like people who didn't know about Jordan in the first place, like because Kobe was the way he was, it made them go back and appreciate Jordan. Oh, that That's, actually. Also, but it, no, it's also not true. They appreciated Jordan. What are we talking about? I don't know. I'm just saying. I, I, he I was actually it. universally appreciated. He was the most universally appreciated person that's ever walked the earth. There's, he was yeah. like number one. He yeah, was at one point more. like more famous than anybody else. Like they, they would do the. It was it was God around. and then MJ. <laughs> and then MJ. There's, there's it was all over yeah, this thing right now. All of you Beatles. appreciate Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> all, of all right guys this is i, I saved this one for now oh Michael god is rocking oh, a new a new look geez. yeah we... I, that's gonna be a no oh. from me dog. that's a no from you are you kidding me <laughs> yeah this is a straight yes from me this is a straight yes for me too are fire you he's been taking care of this hair like he's been working towards this for a long time he's look, big into his man. hair nothing wrong with that you know what the only thing that i think is a real shame is that we don't get to see his teammates react to this in the locker room and then you yeah because he's definitely taking this out before the quarantine ends you know you think oh it's yeah gonna be, he's gonna break our hearts like gary harris you can't wear that hair and sit on the bench you know what i mean oh that's a great point Corey, what do you think of this uh 
I think it looks incredible. I did yeah. too. Yeah. Look at these yeah. boring people. So over the here, reason no. the reason I'm a Nuggets fan is so when I was five, NBA Live came out and Melo was on the cover. And he had the cornrows, and I was like, man, that's dope. So I, I decided to make <laughs> I him my it. guy. Love <laughs> it. Love it. And now you're watching Nikola Jokic. Yeah. It's funny how yes, these but things when work. Mello shaved off the cornrows, it's his most successful season as a pro. Yeah. Good, yeah. good point, Jeff. 2008, <laughs> The anti <laughs> All right. I'm trying to pull up another one here. <clears throat> Take it a second. Uh, technical difficulties. We got a glimpse of God over the le- this week. We we almost never do. If we, we got a glimpse, we have to take a look. Look at this guy. Look at him. Oh my lord. Okay, oh, so we uh, went from uh, are you worried about Jokic's weight to yes, but not not the way you thought. Right? He's too like, skinny. Is he too skinny? Yeah, yeah. Like get this man some Barat, like a Barack. Barack. He's, he definitely has worn Dude. that shirt for like four straight days, right? Oh, I love that he no he's like the only athlete it. that's seen in the same shirts, and it's this one that he bought in like Target. <laughs> it's so probably it's his Walmart. favorite shirt. Will Martin Barack. has never worn the same shirt tw- twice, and here's here is Jokic wearing this one since quarantine began. He's just had the, it on. The caption's like so a, good. Yeah, like disheveled Pete Townsend in that 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 picture. <laughs> Yo, like he's, you know, gonna uh, sing, he's gonna sing rough boys or something like that but do you, do you understand like <laughs> what's gonna happen like the 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 rise the emergence we're gonna get of haircut Jokic from this like this is or, gonna be far yeah. or is he growing his hair out so he can match mpj yeah no yeah. oh my god no, <laughs> oh, man if he comes out with no. the cornrows cornrow okay, Jokic uh, would be the best Jokic. are you it, kidding me is Jokic <laughs> loving the quarantine <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very happy with the right Stoked on it, right? Yeah. You would um, think that he would, you know, get fat, but you know, that's that's the reverse right there. Let's go. You gotta give you this one up Alec to Glenn? uh the Gwyn or Alec Gwyn. Look at this one. He somehow <laughs> that face is like the perfect Peloton face though, isn't it? Like he's yeah. giving the actual girl's face. Yeah, Alec's the actual goat. That's incredible. <laughs> The meme god. Real quick, guys, before we get back to the show, something that's been awesome about working at DNVR this year is I've gotten exposed to a lot of sports that I haven't been normally keeping up with. Uh, if that's hockey, like I got really into hockey earlier this year, or baseball over the summers. You know, I, I go to games, I go to Rockies games, I follow the team, but you get a little different of a perspective when you're working alongside a guy like Drew Creaseman. But another sport I've really gotten into this year is rugby. And Colton Strickler, who covers the Carter Raptors for us, has helped us get into rugby. He's got the DNVR Raptors podcast. We've been uh, doing some DNVR watches with past Carter Raptors games, which have been super fun. So if you don't know the rules, if you don't know anything about rugby like I didn't before I started listening to his podcast and paying attention, check him out. Colton Strickler, DNVR Raptors podcast. And yeah, get into rugby like I did. All right, well, that was fun. Well, I guess that brings us to the steps. Corey, are you going to try to climb the steps today? Yeah, sure, let's do it. Do you know how it works? I mean, have you watched the show? Yeah, yeah, I've been watching. Do you think you're, uh, are you you feeling confident? What are you you feeling right now? Uh, I don't want to bow out after two like Phil. Sorry, yeah. Phil. Oh, got Shout out Phil. Yeah. He's in the Sorry, show Phil. tonight. That is, might be the most memorable performance of the steps ever <laughs> for eternity. <laughs> what about Elias who almost won before the oh. big stiff himself? I want to talk him out of the right answer. Oh, All right. Yeah. Here we go. All right. All right. Here we go. Now you we got, got Jeff to... though. Jeff's going to be another great resource here. So Jeff, you can help Corey if he wants yes. it. But don't be like Andy, who ruins that and gives bad advice. I was screaming at the, at, you know, I was listening to that on Apple Podcasts, and I was like, 
It's Matumbo. It's Matumbo. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a feeling Corey's going to get hooked up with some shirts, although shipping to Australia might cost more than the shirt. I don't know. Yeah, make that question hard. <laughs> Phil right, chimes in. The NBA is divided into two conferences. Which conference are the Denver Nuggets in? The Western Conference. Oof. Judges? Very good job. Oh. Okay, good. Wow. Wow, he is well done. Number well two. Done. Who led the Denver Nuggets in three-point attempts this season? Oof. Sneaky hard one. Yeah, it's a hard one. For number two? two? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Um, not per game, just totals. I guess this one is hard, isn't it? Wow. Be because <laughs> Jamal was hurt. Jamal was hurt. I would say... I'd say Will Barton. Guys, I oh my god, dude! I think you kind of screwed him over, <laughs> man. And he made, he made it exactly as far as Phil. Oh, oh, no. Dude, Adam, so brutal. Wait, what's the answer? Adam, kick yourself out. Oh. I don't even know. It's got to be Jamal, right? It was Murray, according yeah. to Basketball Reference. Oh no! Yeah. You guys saw my eyes get wide. On. Oh, that was oh, a tough. You should have. You should have chimed in, but he was so confident he didn't even want help. Oh, yeah, he didn't ask for <laughs> Nobody's gonna ever go make win the steps. I gotta make this game. No, I don't. I gotta keep it hard. That you was stick that to one. who you are. You like Phil, 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 I love Corey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, ice cold. Ice cold. This game is ice cold. Well, guys, you know, um, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> no, you lose every time. You lose, you lose every time, time baby. <laughs> You're not getting a shirt. Not a I year. feel like we got to at least send Corey a sticker pack. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I would have guessed Barton, too. Was it? I thought it was per game, though. Nah, it was Maria. What was he, it he, Barton game? has more makes. But it's, yeah. uh, but he has, like, he has, like, Ah, uh, that's a factor of ability. Yeah. Yeah. We've got Corey's reaction here. Put that up on the screen. Oh, it's so sad. Um, all right, well, everybody, Jeff, thank you so much for joining this, this whatever the show is. Well, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I finally made it on. So, I'm, yeah, I'm Jeff, we... keep keep that computer handy, okay? Oh, thank you. We're gonna have to have you back on, though, uh, Jeff. We always love talking to you, especially when we have to go deep into the history of the Nuggets, which we did a little bit today, but. Um, you, I think you are the foremost Denver Nuggets historian on earth. Well, that's kind of like being king of the biggest trash pile. <laughs> you, you mean, you mean Thornton? Yes. Hey man. Hey, hey, we will not. We will, we will not. All right. Everybody else. Thanks so much for, for hanging out with us. Um, we will be back again tomorrow. We're going to be tomorrow though, a little bit earlier. We're going to do two noonday shows. So we're going to be noon tomorrow, noon on Friday, because we have a huge, NFL draft show going Let's on. Let's go! A lot like this, but for the NFL draft, it's going to be like five hours every day. So if you're into the NFL, you want to follow the draft, you're into the Broncos, you're going to want to keep it tuned to DNVR because I'm telling you, we've been working on this for a while. It's going to be a really, really cool production. So check it out there. Everybody else, thanks for subscribing. See you next time. All right, fun show today. Thanks so much to Jeff for coming on. Really fun show today. I know I've talked about these guys a lot, but hear me out about Denver Rubber Company because... They've actually, you know, remained open here as an essential business during the tough times that we're in. And they have been committed to supplying products to other essential businesses like 
medical, military defense, government, wind energy, food and beverage industries. So Denver Rubber Company, it's an awesome company, first of all. They help you guys out for a lot of different projects around the house. They do a lot of different things, but maybe the coolest thing that they've done is that they've stayed open and are really trying to help out people during this global pandemic that we're in. And you know, you guys know that DRC has been open since 1972. They're the best at what they do. They're known for cutting and supplying rubber snowplow blades. They also provide custom cut rubber and foam gaskets, hose assemblies, and metal parts. They've got so much industry knowledge too. With that industry knowledge and their precise manufacturing capabilities, Denver Rubber Company is committed to supporting your needs, especially during these uncertain times. So they've been you know, helping out the medical world. They've been helping out the military. They can also help out you guys as well. Call them today, 1-800-259-0010, or visit them at drcfirst.com backslash DNVR.